The following episode is brought to you by Darren Katzka, Devious Pop-Tart, Elizabeth Clark, Irene Viorito, Laura Pickren, Nathan Stuller, Charles Compton, Natasha Rallerson, David Scrams, Edvarth Arnoff, Jerry Thunes, Mark Stanley, Rebecca Gauman, and Shelby Johnson, as well as all of our generous patrons. Welcome to Eberron Renewed, an actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I'm your game master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? Drinks were on me. <laughs> no, drinks were not. They were also on everyone else. We learned that Eris is a folk hero in her small part of town now. Yeah, the single hit Spotify today. <laughs> Local legend. The fixer. <laughs> Yep. yep. And that's she, it. That's and she was <laughs> embarrassed. And then we left. Milo got high off a drink. I have a drink, and we found out that Olive has a little bedtime minder for Eris now because she's adorable. And I can't even pretend to flirt. <laughs> Raynard got hit on some. That's right. By Nessa Moonjetto. Okay. Yeah. So you all went to bed and start of a new day. Hob, you have the contact info for the warband. Yeah. So you would talked about going to are you is your intention to gather the group and go talk to the warband or go by yourself you're gonna have to remind me or is your intention to not deal with this right now i guess that's also a valid we can we're gonna deal with it we're gonna get it done because there's nothing else to do but wait until something else bad happens that's who's not feeling that way character wise right mike i still feel pretty good fair enough my question (laughs) is does hob know if this is a safe thing a safe meeting for him to go to because if so he would probably take everybody. If not, he might go by himself. Based on the name, that this would probably be like a hobgoblin bar, but there's nothing to indicate that it's dangerous. Like you're going to meet with some people that are part of your recruiting effort. So okay, yeah, I, yeah, I think I take the crew if they'll come. Okay. So what do you have established the night before? Hey, meet me at Sabia's or meet at the Cauldron or I think we always meet at Four Sales, right? Four I mean, Sales where we meet. Are we meeting we at Four Sales right now? I thought we were. I thought we still went back to Four Sales the night we did. <laughs> But when talking to Pebblefist, he said, "Be careful because be that's careful. still clan territory." Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess we need to meet. But you are that. absolutely in your power to do. We need to meet the Cauldron, then. That's our new place to meet up. Okay. Sorry, Olive. Okay, as you, we could meet at Soaring Spirits. <laughs> that's also true. Okay, so you all knew that you were meeting back at the Cauldron the next morning to mm-hmm. take care of this. Who's the earliest riser in the group? I guess Reynard, because Reynard has to sleep the le- the least as an elf. Yeah. So. Reynard, you were up, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, at 8 a.m., ready to go for the day, and head to the cauldron. Reynard feels like a lingerer, though. Like, he doesn't <laughs> have to get up, but he's not. Takes a real long shower. Yeah, got up at 8, didn't leave till 10. <laughs> Arthur watches you get ready throughout the morning, just sitting on the back of a chair. Has he brought me anything fun? Is there anything new? Fletcher! Have I been back chair. to my apartment since I got broken into? <laughs> That's a good question, actually. <laughs> Is this, like, 
I yes, because we've had nights of rest. We just haven't illustrated you going back to your apartment. Yeah. Like I was like, have I been there since I got broken into? Yes. Okay. So Milo, Hob, early risers. Milo typically is, but he might not have been this particular morning. A little slower. A little slower. Hob has an internal clock that is just for some reason unshakable. Okay. And he wakes up at the same time every day. Okay. If you tell him to wait for an hour, he'll show up in exactly an hour. It's wild. You can just say that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. The three of you arrive nearish the same time. Reynard, you're the first one there. And Olive down at her workbench as you enter is like, Reynard, hi. Good morning, Olive. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm finding my accent again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and she's up on some rolling stairs working on one of the upper arms of her harness. I'm great. Good. Got some rest and here to do whatever we do today. <laughs> it's a good attitude. Good attitude to have. Anything exciting going on? Whatever we do today. It depends. What else do you know? Eris <laughs> keeps me pretty well informed, I think. I hope. Okay, but good, good. This one's super low stakes. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, we might go take care of a warlord. Oh. Yes. Sounds exciting. I've been told it's low stakes. Are there a lot of warlords in Sharn? Yeah, not my area of expertise. Hmm, so. Okay. It's low stakes as far as all of knowing what we're doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's low stakes in the sense that this is going to be a walk in the park. Raynor was definitely confused. <laughs> then Milo and Hob, you all get there also and see Olive and Raynard chatting. Oh. Hi, fellas. Morning. Good morning. Can I get you all any coffee or anything? And she walks down the steps and kind of wipes her hands off. And Definitely. I'm, I'll right behind you. Okay, great. Hob? No, thank you. I'm good, thanks. Sorry, Reynard, I didn't offer when you got here. My hands are full. Do you want anything? It's all right. We were having wonderful conversation. I will take some, please. Okay, great. And Olive goes in. <laughs> Hub walks over and starts ripping wires out of this harness thing. You don't know why. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just starts smashing it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need this? <laughs> is the golem here? Yeah, the golem is just standing, like, with, I think, a tarp over Egret. Like, just, I think that's how Does the he... state heiress keeps... Egrican. Do you does he have like um oh gosh, Jaeger style like under the armpits <laughs> to hold him up? If he's de- deactivated he can't stay up of his own. No, he's <laughs> I don't think so. He's capable of standing on his own. Um when not active. Alright. Fine. <laughs> sorry sorry to ruin your joy. Yeah, after a little bit, Eris, you hear voices downstairs chatting. One of them specifically says, Eris, get down here. <laughs> you hear Hobbes' boisterous voice resonating throughout the cauldron. Harris rolls back out of bed and just... Would the new Fletcher be down or would it be up with you? It'd be down there. She, okay. She left it on her workspace. <laughs> In order to get her up quickly, Hop goes, Harris, get down here and tell me about your new gun. <laughs> it's heavy. <laughs> As Harris is making her way down, Olive looks at Hop and Milo. So, taking care of a warlord? Well, not sure yet. I've got, apparently, one more job to do for House Deneth before I am cleared of mm. my debt to them hmm. and this one sounds like a doozy when you put it the way we keep putting it <laughs> I genuinely don't know what it is we're gonna have to do but apparently there's trouble okay and we're gonna fix it well if you need any help or if Dennis tries to give you too much trouble let me know I oh, still have some <laughs> Dennis has been giving me too much trouble for some time now thank you I have some friends amongst the 12 still that I can apply some pressure but if right. they try to back off on this deal at least no we'll I feel like there's probably going to be something more consequential that we might be able to use that particular okay, fair favor enough. for. Fair enough. 
Eris comes down the stairs without saying anything in that sort of arrhythmic, sleepy walking mm-hmm. sort of thing. It's like step and just over to the coffee machine, no speaking, pours mug, face mostly in the mug as she walks through all of you back over to her workstation and just leans over and starts finishing the assembly exactly where she left it. Give her about 90 seconds and she'll start to... Where do the blast discs go? <laughs> Or not. Here? <laughs> not, not messing with his friend Eris this morning. Who have, drank more than she should have. Doesn't have those. No blast discs? Isn't that your thing? I hang out with people who cluster around targets. I'm not going to pretend I don't appreciate it. <laughs> very fair. We hang out with people who cluster around targets. We do tend to cluster. I tend to try to avoid that. You're bad at it. <laughs> Look, if you guys want me to stay away from the bad guys, I will. The only person who's good at staying out of danger is my, is Reynard. <clears throat> They're true. <laughs> I wasn't built for safety. Oh, I didn't. And mostly, I wasn't built for confrontation. He mostly does that by being unhelpful. <laughs> Let's rewind. What are you doing with your hands here? I don't know. I'm fixing stuff. Working on okay. things. <laughs> did, you, did you make eggs at some point during this? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> There's this little hot plate next to her thing, mm-hmm. next to her, mm-hmm. her workstation. It makes sense there would be. Skillet. She's, you know, making an omelet, working on the Fletcher. Where did she get eggs? <laughs> from, <laughs> from a chicken. From a chicken, you weirdo. Eris yeah. doesn't know, but Olive keeps accepting baskets of eggs that people keep bringing by as thank you. That's, a great, that's just, a great question. Is there... They're just in the, they're just in the icebox. <laughs> Is there evidence of other, like community gifts yeah there's like, like bottles of stuff yeah boxes and, and bottles and stuff that are on the counter near the coffee oh, machine hub peruses the counter <laughs> so so Eris just hasn't put it together that's where they're uh, that's from. accurate yeah, yeah. sort of it's cured meats or hard cheeses Eris. listen when she was living in a corner of olive's classroom there was just usually food around mm-hmm. so Eris just as and when she lived at a bar there was just food around Oh, I'm totally going for the Pepperidge Farm basket. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. As you all are talking, Olive looks at Milo. Can you come here real quick for a second? Sure. Can you look at this? You're, I believe I recall that you're pretty knowledgeable about arcane things, right? (laughs) Somebody is. Yes. And she's. Wait, hold on. <laughs> She's gesturing at the the box that you all found in the Millhatch lab that's all of the different planar runes and stuff like that that the dragon shard infusion box that and she's like, so I'm having a hard time figuring out I know that Millhatch designed this with the intent of being able to adjust which plane <laughs> Millhatch was obviously working on this with the intent of designing it to where you could designate which plane you wanted to pull an elemental from in order to infuse into a dragon shard and so i'm trying to continue that work but i'm having a hard time putting together the runes uh on how it can be adjusted basically my understanding is once you have a rune for a planar connection there it's active like you can't there's not a switch turn it on and off so can you take a look at this and just get your eyeballs on it to see if you can make heads or tails of some of these runes i don't recognize in here so if you want to make a check. How difficult is this check going to be? It's a knowledge lore check, and it's going to be three purple. We got so many story points. And it's what? Three purple? Three purple, but 
No. You don't have any. You have one. Make one of them red. Turn it back. Don't be mad. <laughs> Why are you not spending one? We have all of them. Spend one, man. All right. You can add another green if you want. Wait, to I should already have it. Oh, wait, this is lore. Never See, mind. The stakes here are not success or failure. The stakes here are only on that red die. Exactly. That cancel? Mm -hmm. I don't care whether he knows anything. That red die will <laughs> spare. Oh, wait. This cancels those two. Yay. Yeah. And I got a success and two advantage. Two advantage. So. Yeah, Milo, you, as you lean in and are examining it, and you can feel the thrum of the innate magic uh, residing within this box, and you can pretty well tell that, yeah, some of these runes are designated to where they... It's how noise-canceling headphones work, with where instead of blocking out noise, it just creates a exact opposite frequency to where you hear nothing. Like, it's that same thing with magic, where, yes, once you have the rune for that planar magic there... You can't switch it off, but you can surround it with runes that, when activated, negate the magic and offset it completely, is the methodology that Millhatch was having. So that's what you notice. What Olive notices very quickly as part of the advantage that you get is as you're leaning in, the just wisps of smoke begin to point into the box. And Olive notices that and just grabs a bit of cloth and, like, ties it around your head as you're looking and the smoke is blocked from like coming out. Where's it start coming out from? <laughs> or does his head just start expanding? It's a very temporary measure for while he's examining this box. So. <laughs> Philip is not enjoying this. But Harris is busy and doesn't notice. Harris is talking about the Fletcher. Harris isn't talking about it. Harris is working on it. Well, Hob is asking about the Harris Fletcher is while Harris is working on it. Semi-conscious. So what do you, what do you see in Milo? Everything that I just told you. Okay. <laughs> Listen. I did. No, not Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So I see and figure out what the inverse frequencies are. I just noticed the smoke coming out of your head was going into the machine, and I was concerned uh, about that. What? No, that's not good. good. Thank you. Nothing. You're, hey, allowed, okay. you're allowed to ask again. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Philip. Would Eris have ever had like a vent moment where she just went off about oh, yes. Milo? Okay, so oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yes. Olive, Olive would go nothing. Olive has heard about Milo. Yeah, thought Olive was more responsible than this. She's just asking for insight from sure. somebody who's smart, right? Yep. <laughs> whose head sometimes infects machines. The machines just that take conversation advantage. has not been had between Eris and Olive yet. So Olive does not have that information. Okay, go ahead and step back, and I'll take this Jeez. off and. Thank you, Milo. It was very helpful. I'll try to figure out what runes can offset the various planes. It would be really nice if he hadn't already included symbols for all the planes, except for Dalcor, because then I, I don't want all of them in here. I don't know why he would want all of them, but That's thanks, not, Milo. Not good to have some. Yeah. Okay, gang. Uh, yeah, Eris finishes the final, the final touches, which are mostly decorative. Carves. Rainard <coughs> walks back over with just a summer sausage. I was going to say, Reynard and Hob finish the summer sausage. <laughs> good to go. She does the etching down the exterior of the barrel and then works a couple of things to finish the assembly of it and locks it. And there's just this sort of crackly whine as it comes online. Okay. I think that works. Cool. Good job, Eris. <laughs> It's a little less bulky than the original with, with no 
blast disc magazine attached to it. So slightly less large and bulky than the first one. But generally speaking, the same aesthetic. It's still got a, a cylindrical magazine to it. It's still a mixture of wood and bronze and metal and with a lot of jade worked into it, worked into the stock and along the nice. barrel with the same kind of runes. Very cool. I mean, Milo kind of nods with his head to motion Olive back to the core. They don't, you all don't have the core. What is it? The box? The box. She's working on? Yeah. Yes. I think maybe there's possibly some way to disable the less desirable aspects of this. I mean, the same thing that we just talked about creating like the inversion runes, but if anything happens to those, then obviously you would unleash that magic, but you can't. I could try to scratch up the runes to like make them less effective, but I can't remove them entirely without restarting from scratch on building this box. And frankly, I don't have the know-how to do that. This is a mill hatch. Without the bones, I can't build. I can't build the skeleton of it. I guess I don't understand the innate magic of it yet. Right. We could get her his bones. Just a thought. I was laughing at by the way. I don't know if the microphone picked it up, but Aaron just goes, "We can get her his bones." <laughs> <laughs> Olive also says, oh, by the way, Eris, two days from today, there's a garden opening thing here in Highwall. Some people have torn up some of the stone and replanted, put in soil and stuff. And it's a neighborhood thing. Somebody came by and invited us to come. Try to be available if you can, but. Garden opening. Yeah, like a little like square for people to come spend time and it'd be pretty and not so high wallish um, maybe there's a statue little dedication with a plaque to the fixer i don't think there's anything like that oh there could be by the maybe. time i get done with it <laughs> <laughs> um, and Renner are like hold on yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back i'm not much for art accepted. but i am much for messing with Eris. <laughs> i can put some gold toward that <laughs> maybe we should have a statue okay might be nice for people to see you there okay okay Eris has a generally suspicious look on her face at this stage We'll get you good and drunk. Don't worry. It's. I don't think that. Why would that help? <laughs> you may feel ready to party. It's a garden party. That's not how I feel when I'm drunk. You've seen me drunk. I don't become better at a party. <laughs> Just to be clear, Eris, nobody specifically requested, hey, will Eris please be there? They invited us to come as part of the district in the neighborhood. But prepare a speech just in case. Don't prepare a speech. Just wing it. <laughs> it's probably still a good idea to keep a low profile. I don't. We just went to that tavern. I don't think that's they've written a song. No, I don't mean to, for them. I mean from those who seek us out, I'm sure. I've done what I can about that. Are you guys ready to head to Ruska Roost? Ruska's Roost? Where is that? Ruska Roo. It is in Mildur. Ruska Roo. We can't do. <laughs> They're at Ruska's. Are you guys ready to head up to Ruska's Roost? Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's a good day to kill. Well, I'm sorry. No, Olive, it's not. We're not going to go in with that attitude. No. It's just polite conversation. We might end up leaving with that attitude, but we're going to go in with, uh, hey, what have I got to do to get you into leaving this place today? Kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> I like to admit, Reynard's winks are slow and labored. <laughs> you can hear Reynard's wink. The word wink. <laughs> wink, wink, wink. Olive, please pay Pay them no mind. Eris says a word in Goblin, and Egric takes one menacing step towards Reynard. 
<laughs> I fend. <laughs> Don't use Egrick for good. I was thinking about something very good I could use Egrick for. <laughs> all right. Have fun. If you all need anything, let me know. Right. Be here. Into the boat we go. And up we go. Yep. And over a little. <laughs> so you all find yourself. It's Ruska's Roos stands out a bit on from a street view standpoint. This is not a Dargul neighborhood. This is not like a hobgoblin heavy part of town, but somebody mess. decided, you know what? I got the real estate and I'm going to make a bar for hobgoblins from Dargoon to hang out. And so the facade of it is wooden, but around the door, there is carved into what at least appears to be a single piece of wood. It's I'm trying to think of the actual term. Like, it's not carved into the wood. It The wood has been carved to cause the form of a tiger to be sticking out of the wood Early. as it goes around the door in kind of an archway. And Ruska's Roost written in Goblin above the door for any of you that speak Goblin, which is Eris and... Uh, I'm learning. Yeah. And we established that Hob grew up in Droam, so probably would, would at least know some major words. A tiger mm-hmm. in a chicken coop. What? Mm-hmm. A roost. Okay. Oh. I don't get it. You made it up. Speaking of that, mm. we should check in with Calf. Oh, boy. We should. Which part of that reminded you of her? The tiger or the chickens? The, the gloves I made her. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Right. We should ask her. Did we ask her about that? Nope. We should. There are a lot of things, honestly. We got busy. Checking it on. Things happened, yeah. There's been some things have been driven off the center of the workstation. She could join us. Want to call her? Not today. Let's stick here. So we go in. Okay. So yeah, you walk in. Are they expecting? Is this a thing? Do they know someone's coming to talk they to know them that, about yeah, this? Yeah, Dennis said we'll have somebody come okay. with you to okay. deal with this okay. situation. Okay. That's good. That was, good my question. House, Dennis, that was a good question to ask. I've <laughs> got my house Dennis challenge coin ready to drop down. <laughs> Brother. You all see as you walk in, the walls of Ruska's Roost is, are adorned with weapons and shields hanging on the walls and tapestries that Eris you would re- immediately recognize as being in the Dakani style of, of goblin culture that depicting heroic deeds, battles, things like that. Behind the bar, a large, tall, muscular hobgoblin with reddish skin and yellow eyes his head is shaved with tattoos all over the top of his head and he has three scars going across the front of his face the scars cut through his beard that is on his face oh, man, that's cool. uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like vanilla ice's eyebrows uh, right, cool right that's what yeah, we're talking about yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and he he has a pendant around his neck that eris you would recognize as a symbol of direct heritage to Dakon empire mm. other than that he's in fairly simple clothes and you can tell by the way he's, he carries himself Eris probably in Hob as well this person is d- highly disciplined soldier like n- not in the the way that Yorlin carried himself is like clearly somebody that served in the military this mm-hmm. guy is clearly still in it mentally like this is his charge is running this bar not in a sour way but just in a very clearly he takes a lot of pride in it so, so as a bar, then, is this... We've established that Eris will go, like, here, the Hounds of Balkon play at a Dargul bar or that sort of yep. thing. This is not that kind of bar. Is that the impression that I'm getting, or...? Could play here, but this seems to be a bit more 
upscale like okay. the intention is this is to be a place where hobgoblins can come for like a good meal good drinks good company not a raucous good time correct yeah nice. yeah there's an expectation that you will conduct yourself with the level of decorum while in here sure not in a military sense but just in a yeah the this isn't a dive bar yeah and the bartender look at you all and give a nod and gesture to the tables out in the general area I assume, yeah. unless you see the group you're supposed to talk to. I yeah, I don't know who I'm supposed to talk to. So I think I go to that bartender that you've been describing. Okay. And I just say to him, I try to say in Goblin that I've been sent here by, by Dennis to talk to somebody. And it comes out as, Dennis made me come here. <laughs> <laughs> I speak common if that would be preferable. Oh, thank God. I was trying to be respectful. I appreciate I that. That didn't come off as condescending. No, not at all. Right. I've been sent here by House Dennis to address an issue you have with. I guess he just does he just say warlord? I guess he just says warlord. If that's the How about it? Great. <laughs> I was hoping you'd feel pretty indifferent about it. <laughs> he nods like Yes, I've I've heard about the meeting. The uh, the warband that you're set to speak to, Shirat Gothkal, will be here shortly. They have not arrived yet, so The band free. is called Shirat Gothkal. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna give it a shot and then you're gonna spell it for me. Okay. I'm going to do it real wrong. I'll give you a hint. There are minimum two apostrophes. <laughs> I want to spell Chirac the former... Chirac. Oh, huh? With a T at the end. Oh, that makes it different. Because I wanted to spell it like the former French politician. All right, how did you spell it? S-H-A-R-A-T apostrophe G-A-T-H apostrophe K-A-L. Apostrophe G-H apostrophe K-H-A-L? K-A-L. No K-A-L. Way. Yeah. So you put apostrophes at the beginning of words, whereas I put them in the middle. Other than that, uh, it's all one word. Oh, gross! What? <laughs> Rude. My name is Gothic, by the way. G A T H A K. I will come over and take your order in a moment while you wait. Eris, how are you feeling being in this place? Uncertain. Okay. There are a couple is... other hobgoblins sitting in here, clearly from war bands in Charn for some reason, but. She has withdrawn a little bit into herself. She's very conscious of the tattoo on her face. So she's just... And depending on who sees it, the new Fletcher she's carrying around Mm -hmm. has all sorts of obviously dar influences from the right eyes. So she's drawn into herself and allowing Hob to do the talking and seems to become... I guess subdued is the right term. She's not making eye contact. She nods when directed to the table and goes to the table. It's okay. Yeah. Anybody else have any strong feelings about Ruska's Roos as you're in here? No. For <clears throat> Reynard and Milo, especially, this would be a wholly alien experience. Like the vibe in here is unlike any tavern or bar that you've ever been in. So, yeah. Well, that's the case, Milo would be taking everything in to notice yeah. all the differences between yeah. what he's used to. You probably would have heard tales of like Dargoon and maybe even ancient history of the Dakani Empire, but you're in it. This is yes. a realized version of probably some unreliable tales that you've received about what hobgoblins are like. Gothok comes over to your table. Drinks. Sorry, I imitated that wrong. Drinks. <laughs> I appreciate it. That was good. I like that. I'll have your best ale, please. Cold water. Water. 
Wait, what is this you ordered, Eris? I'll have one of what she has ordered. Do you want to know what it is first? You should ask your friend what it is. Honestly, I'd like to know what it is before Milo ordered it. He had something last night that really goofed him up. It's it's substantial. It's <clears throat> it's strong, is the Str- strong is strong is good. Very well. Just a red wine for me, please. Very well. Would you like anything else? I'll order some. Do you have food? Yes. I don't drink. I don't know what. I'm Very here well. to. I'm here to get rid of your warlord. I don't have a warlord. The warlord. The problem. I'm. Eris winces. <laughs> <laughs> I will be back with your drinks, and Gothak walks away. I didn't ask to come here. I'm not here to enjoy the food. Give me a water and screw off. He brings drinks to the table. Milo, how do you inappropriately drink this beverage that's been brought before you getting yourself into? He might look out and do it appropriately. Let's see what he does. Milo is probably going to watch and see what Eris does and follow lead. I imagine this to be both highly alcoholic and also a hearty like beverage like a it's not it's not a it's not like vodka or whiskey or something in that it's highly alcoholic it's more like a really strong stout or something like that yeah, like a like a meal yeah, yes <laughs> <laughs> chewy beer <laughs> does that have a1 in it could it <laughs> uh, and probably quite dark with maybe a reddish cast to it Sounds like something Randy likes. <laughs> it's probably a, it's probably a Randy beer. I can imagine Randy liking this beer. Gathok, as he sets the drinks down, looks around. The stars that we have are Pacha Noonballs, Skurstot Skewers, and Shrot Bites. Which of those would you like for the table? Uh, noon. Pacha Noonballs, very good. Great, thank you. For- <laughs> thank you. Wait, maybe, people, maybe if people knew who you were, we'd get things for free again. Don't. Nope, Shh, nope. Don't. No. It sounds like we're going to follow your lead on food and beverage. It's fried. It's like fried dough. You like it? Yeah, sounds great. This I doesn't look like the, a powdered sugar. I brought it to the unit. I brought it to the <laughs> unity dinner. Oh right. Yeah. After a moment, Gothic comes out with a bowl full of fried dough balls with some kind of spice on it, and then side cup of a very vibrant red sauce that okay. he sets next to it. I've no weenie. He dips that bread in the sauce and sees what happens. It is ketchup, abrasively spicy. Okay, a lot of really good flavor accompanying it, right, sure. but not a chemical burn. But mm-hmm. very spicy. Yeah, Harris dies in Harris likes noon and follows it very quickly with the very thick drink. It's um, <laughs> helpful in dealing with the spiciness. As you all are eating your noon balls, a group of six figures walk into the bar. I'll rub it in. Nice income. Look at that group of six figures over there in their suits and ties. They are they're six hobgoblins walk in all with fairly close matching attire. And they walk in and grab a table. And Gothic quickly walks over and not like shortly after they sit down. Gothic does not move quickly to do anything. He moves with purpose. And you see him talk to them and gesture at Ural's table. And one of them that he's speaking to, that is a very tall, muscular hobgoblin with battle scars. But the way he wears himself, clearly the leader of this warband, he's wearing very ornate Dakani-style armor. Uh, and he nods and glances at your table and then clearly puts an order in with Gothic. Makes no 
immediate effort to walk over to to speak to you. Gothic returns. Our main options on the menu: ruska stew, grilled tarka chops, and sour and mushroom. I believe I'll try the chops. Sour. Is any of that fish? No. No. Oh, I would know what a tarka is, right? <laughs> it's it's marinated wolf or hound chops. Okay. Everything else sounds real hearty and Eris drank more than she should have last I'll night. So Eris orders the third the one that no one's ordered yet. The ruska stew. That was the first one. Oh, oh. the grilled tarka chops. Very good. Wait, what are they again? Say it again. I'm sorry. I have the ruska stew, mm-hmm. which, if you don't speak goblin, is tiger stew. Oh, no. And grilled tarka chops, which is wolf chops. They don't chops. have tiger okay. in it. They don't eat the tigers. They ride the tigers. It's just the name. Oh, okay. What is in it? <laughs> this is ruska's roost. It's probably their house. And then sur and mushroom. Sur is also a type of fungus, but we repair it in a different way. But the mushrooms are so Oh, but that cold. sounds good. That's what you're having. Yeah. Yes, I'll take that. Two sur and mushroom. I'll One try the stew. stew. Chops. Chops, stew. Good. You know what? I'll take the chops, too. Two chops, two serves. And a stew. And a stew. I'm a big guy. Yeah. I can tell. I eat several chickens. I just kidding. <laughs> okay. See Gothic bring drinks for the table of the warband, and they begin just, they're chatting, having their drinks. They put in an order for a starter as well. Once again, making no force to movement. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's shocking. Choice. You receive the orders in this restaurant. Mm-hmm. If I'm ever a server again, this is how I'm doing it. <laughs> Drinks now. You will have an appetizer. What do you all think about perhaps maybe buying them around? Goodwill. We all look to Eris. I don't think I. I don't have any goodwill towards them. I want to do a job that I have to do and get done, but. You can. I, I don't. So are you working with them or, or against them? Well, not against them. I don't know if I'm working with them or for them. Okay. So I'm just hoping it maybe make them more, a little more amenable. We have to remove an obstacle before they can take the job that Dennis wants them to take. All right. Gothic comes back with your meals and also has some smaller plates uh, with the uh, the very, chops. Very fast, sir. Those are served waste time. with some additional. Goth called greens and some noon balls, the sir and mushroom. No, we got a different appetite. You know, yours comes with the goth called greens, and for you, sir, I brought you some top taters. And he <laughs> makes eyes at Eris. Is a he? Do, his mouth doesn't move, but Eris he smirks at you with his with eyes. his ears. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. He expresses derision with his yeah. ears. But we all know what top means because Eris he doesn't know that. Like he just so, <laughs> so, so I sure haven't paid attention. <laughs> Raynard knows he got insulted. I hope. Wait, what are they? What? Tot. He calls everyone a tot. It's just a, it's a term of affection. <laughs> I don't think that. <laughs> but what are they? It's a word I can't say because we're a family-friendly show. It's a derogatory term for, in actual goblin culture, it means somebody is of a lesser status than you. No, but I just mean, what am I going to eat? Oh. Tater tots. Tater oh, okay. tots. <laughs> fine. Yes. I'm fine it's with a big, that. It's a big joke in the dar, among the... Well, joke's a, on them. I love tater tots. It's a big joke among the dar that, that, reg, that, that uh, humans eat, a, eat something called tater tots. It's, it's uh, hilarious. I'm not so, a human. Well, yeah, I know, but surely the dish was created by humans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, maybe halflings. The war band puts a, in their food a, order fried, as well. Fried potatoes is probably a halfling eating. thing. Yeah, I'm like, fried potatoes in any fashion, give them to me. I'm very much with you. <laughs> but it is a funny linguistic joke. I guess I... I mean, there is... Is there a way to approach them? I don't know. I. What do I observe about them? 
they are clearly closely joined together. Like there, there's a level of familiarity, and while they are with each other, Eris, as you're observing them, like there's no walls, there's no airs. They are a family, um, like us. <laughs> and I, the thing that you pick up on Eris because of the culture with which you grew up, and they came here to have a meal and eat, mm-hmm. and once they are done with that, then they will, yeah, engage in other activities. But for now, they are enjoying a meal together. And to interrupt them would be... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bears knows that. Tells me that. Then they'll sit down and eat. Yeah. yeah. They're here to eat with their cars. So right. we let them eat. And once they finish, then you can talk to them. Or possibly then they'll come talk to you. I don't know. I eat my... You ate one of, I think you ordered one of everything. <laughs> no, I didn't, get the, I didn't get what you had. The mushrooms. Okay. Didn't get the veggie dish. Uh, Aris, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. You asked how Eris drinks this. Eris drinks this slowly. Milo, follow suit. Gothak returns to the table. Dessert options are Vanon Delight, Nassar Nut Pastry, or Sores Syrup Pudding. I've absolutely been famished this morning. I'll do the pastry. The Vanon. I'll have the pudding. All right. You had sir for your meal. Do you want sir for your dessert as well? I'm just confirming to make sure that you're oh, making a wise hear choice. That. I guess that answers that. <laughs> <laughs> what were the choices again? I'm so sorry. I'm not from, here. Delight. <laughs> you're not from here. <laughs> I'm not from where you transported me. <laughs> Is that how you feel when you go into a Mexican restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm not from here. <laughs> what is this burrito thing? Non delight. Is a sweet, creamy custard topped with seasonal fruits and honey. Nassar nut pastry is a flaky pastry filled with crushed nuts, sweet spices, and a layer of honey. Sora sir pudding is a soft pudding made from sir sweetened with honey and crushed nuts. I'll do the delight. Vanon delight. Two yes. Vanon delights. Make it three. Three Vanon delights. And you wanted the pastry. Yes, it sounds fabulous. Mushroom pudding? Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's nourishing. It's filling. I, it's, it's it's. That is the most respectful way that Radar could have done that, though, in a very hushed voice. Of, I don't get it. Sure, but <laughs> it's a base for a lot of things that they eat. I liked it. I don't. I don't think I'd like it sweet, but thank it's you. It's kind of like a pancake. Like you can have a sweet one or a savory one. Mm. Oh, all right. Like a pancake. <laughs> An what's, Eberron, what's that? <laughs> pancake. Sorry. Gothic comes back with your... Tasha's hideous pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> Tasha made great need, I need to now come up for a tavern I, where they can serve Tasha's hideous pancakes. A diner, probably. Yeah, you all... The diner uh, is obviously called Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. Yeah, that's true. Comes back with your desserts and leaves. Uh, Tamu. Tamu. Hey, some people I love the way you are yeah. playing this. <laughs> <laughs> After you all finish up your desserts, the figure in the ornate armor walk over to your table... And he looks at all of you and says, we will be up in the private room on the second floor. You may meet with us there. And the rest of the group is already heading upstairs. And then he turns to follow them. This feels like the Yakuza. I finished my dessert. Okay. Not like in a defiant way. Yeah. We ordered it. And we head up to the private room on the second floor. Okay. So you walk in. You see the six figures sitting on one side of a table. There are more than enough seats to accommodate all of you. Yeah. He is, you've described him as in ornate Dakani armor. Are these guys like Kesh Dakan? Are they no. d- like specifically? Okay. Yeah. No, no. He's just acquired some good armor. Okay. Yeah. And it's 
based on the way he wears it and takes care of it, it's clear that there's a level of respect for... Is it old? Because he actually got old Dakani armor, or has it just been made in that style? Old Dakani armor oh, that he has okay. restored. Cool. As you all enter the room, um, they look at you all, clearly with the look of waiting for you all to join them at the table. I go sit with them at the table, yeah. 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 Is so, it like, they're all on one side, Last Supper style, we're just going to go up to some of the other side? Yep. Next to Last Supper style. <laughs> For those of you unfamiliar with the traditions, we will begin with introductions. We are Shirat Gafkal, Gorband, and our titles. I am Rukat, next one, the female agile hobgoblin with kind of a lean athletic built. Tarkakesh, another very slender, pale-skinned hobgoblin with silvery hair, intricately braided. Ulkala, next one, you it's their hob he's not quite as tall but big wide one unlike the other ones who have weapons and armor and stuff he is in he has fists no <laughs> wraps on his, oh, armor. on his forearms mm-hmm. no shirt pants shrot door and he's, he's also a hobgoblin like they're all yeah. hobgoblins uh, one of them shrot door shrot door one of them is a bugbear but the rest of them are hobgoblins. Is it Sherat Door? That was a what? <laughs> it's not the big one. What did you say one was? Which one is the A bugbear. Bugbear. When is bug the bugbear? Bear? Bugbear. Okay. I thought you said nightmare. Yeah, one of them is a nightmare. <laughs> oh, perfect. I hate Google Images new thing. Format, yeah. That's terrible. I agree. One of them whose skin has more of an orangey undertone and bright, vibrant orange eyes. The next one, Skyruska. And the last one, who is a bugbear, Vusrikesh. And then they look at you expectantly. So the one guy introduced them all? No, they each oh, introduced okay. themselves. <clears throat> Milo Kegbottom. Hob. Uh, Eris. Uh, Reynard Turnvale. Sacha. Very good. We will proceed um, for your benefit in the common tongue unless you prefer to speak in our language. Not all of them do. We are made to understand that you are here to assist with a um, situation that is escalating in a most dire manner for my... And this is Rukat speaking for me and my cost. That is the understanding I'm also under, yes. We have an unfortunate situation where back in our homeland, when we were operating as a warband there, we encountered a former warlord who had clearly been... defeated and brought low. We encountered him in the wilderness and did not provide him assistance as he did not seem worthy of it. We now come to realize that he has gotten back on his feet and has not forgotten the perceived slight that we um, committed towards him. So he has followed us to the city and is beginning to um, hunt us down. He has already killed one member of my costs I do not seek for it to happen again. And your general boom rush offered assistance in dealing with this situation so that me and my cost may not be put in further danger and we can assist him in his endeavors. And we thank you for this. How many does he travel with? Alone. He works, Do not take that. He works alone good and thing. you six are concerned about being able... I'm trying to get an idea how strong he is. I'm not trying to, to insult them, but that's how he's going to say it. There's six of you and one of him, and he is that powerful. 
he is a very skilled practitioner in arcane arts and construction of materials and is able to create things that can harm others without him needing to be directly present. Uh, point of fact and the bugbear, Bruce Rikesh, reaches under the table and pulls out a, it's like an eight-legged automaton, looks to be, but it's like black all over, like designed to be black, dark blues, hide in the shadows extremely easily. These prove to be rather deadly, and he has sent numerous ones after us. They're near impossible to spot in any kind of darkness or shadow. How big is that? Hmm? How big is it? It's like a giant spider. Like a skateboard. Uh, The body is like about this big, but the legs cause it to come out. Just hold it or is he setting it on the table? He plops it on the table. Okay. Eris brings her goggles down and is going to examine it. Is it all right with you if she takes a look at it? Additionally, there are what we have begun to call in your tongue blood seekers that he threw harming us in the past has acquired some of our blood and is able to infuse these constructs with them to where they can hunt us relentlessly based on um, based on the blood that flows in our veins and he is also taken to in our efforts when we are we initially came to the city to delve into the ruins that your city was built upon the city of our people to find artifacts and items down there and he began constructing very good replicants of Dakani artifacts but infusing them with curses that when we picked them up they would cause us to go blind or go mad temporarily things so he is a very cunning figure he is smart enough to not fight us directly but we have a lead on where he may be based out of and so that is what we will provide you with to go. Does he have a name? Yes. His name is Vurgoth. V U L R apostrophe G H T A. G A T H. Hit me one more time with that. V U L R apostrophe G A T H. Got it. Vurgoth. If you do encounter him, he dresses in a manner to be obscured. He wears a dark. Uh, hooded gray cloak uh, to allow him to blend in with the crowd but then additionally he wears gloves and soft-soled boots as to not be heard or leave any trace of his presence and he wears a mask of um, polished metal to the point to where it appears to be a mirror with arcane runes and things like that all over it that allow him to see through it. The mask itself has no eye holes. I would be careful if you find his hideout in the location in the area that we give to you which is down in the cogs just to um with that because given the offensive capability of his machinations and constructions uh part of the reason that we had no desire to try and track him down once we had the information of his possible location is what he would equip his hideout and layer with in terms of defenses would be very formidable and thorough he knows that he is hunted and just so I'm clear, I'm not catching the vibe we're working together on this. <laughs> they have been in to- told in exchange for joining Boomrush's efforts, they will not need to worry about this warlord. I think we'll need to assemble the whole team for this one. Yeah, this is big. Is Egric busy? 
know, especially. Kath, sauna, sigil. Do you have any further questions for us? Narn. <laughs> Narn's a bureaucrat, less than useful. <laughs> I'm sure I do have further questions for them. I just don't know what they are. Is there anything I can learn from examining the automaton that yeah. they brought? Sure. Give me a mechanics check. This is going to be, based on the construction of it, a one red, two purple, one black. Oh. Yawn, sorry. One black. Because sorry, the one black is because Vusri Kesh did not try to keep it too intact when he killed the thing. So mm -hmm. it's been mm -hmm. pretty heavily damaged. I'll spend one of our story points. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh you did it. You know what it is. <laughs> Love how affirming Trevor is while looking at dice rolls. These are gone, right? So much advantage. No, other way around. Okay, one success and five advantage. Five advantage. Okay, so you can tell the Shadow Stalker with your success is a construct infused with both necromantic and shadow magic, making it extremely difficult to detect and highly effective at tracking. Uh, and they utilize the necromantic, they utilize the shadow magic primarily to conceal their location and position, the necromantic magic to harm its targets. In fact, you get the sense that it even has some capability of like life stealing, like it can drain life from a creature in order to repair it. These are the ones they call blood drainers. No, these the, are the shadow thing. stalkers. Yeah, okay. the blood seekers, they don't have one for you. But likewise, a construct, it's not yes. a creature. Okay. Yes. Yeah, based on what they're saying, this is a single person who is a very skilled artificer that is creating constructs to hunt down their target. We've got one of those. <laughs> what he said to us was, we saw a man down on his luck and we decided that he was not worth our help. Due to this perceived slight. <laughs> Eris gets it. Eris gets it. <laughs> doesn't like it. Yeah, they're going to get it too because they got <laughs> the wrong side of this guy. Is this guy famous? Have I heard of this guy? You've never heard this name before in your life. Okay. This thing's real bad. That seems very bad. We have to get him when he's sleeping. Yeah, I think I do. I do think Egric. When we find, we know where he is. We don't know where he is. What's the information they have for us about his location? They have the district within the cogs that he is located. But that's the that's extent. It. Yeah. I just sent my players on a similar quest for an area in the cogs where they knew where something was, and they didn't have fun. So I got a feeling you're better at it than me. And because it's not actually in the glossary, but Eris would be able to suss out the the meaning of the name Vulgoth. Mm. Goth means obviously without, but Vulgoth means uh, it's it's not honor in like the general broad term, but like honorable combat. Like yeah, backstabber. This man's name is No Chill. Was Eris able to get the sense that these things... So his name is actually like Fights Dirty. Yeah. Okay. So that's probably not his name. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But much like sure. the people before you, it's a title they have taken on to reflect their... Did Eris get a sense of how autonomous these things might be? Like, do will they outlast him, for example? Yes. Okay. Well, then we have to take care of all of them, too? Correct. Well, it's clear that they, they can take care of, like, one coming after them. It's just the relentless, like, they will never be able to effectively serve Boom Rush if they have to be constantly worried about these things showing up. But if they know one there's a finite one turns number, up. there's a finite number out there, they're comfortable with that. And um, 
<clears throat> yeah, I'm glad I asked because it made him scarier. <laughs> I would like to spend a story point to say that Arthur is an unbeatable god. <laughs> <laughs> so Arthur will survive. <laughs> what you're saying. That's going to be the last scene of this campaign. It's like the rat in The Departed. It's <laughs> Arthur going across the screen. Perhaps oh, you haven't. You had advantage, right? I had ever so, uh, five, five advantage. advantage yeah. What would you like to do with the five advantage? Gothit's got some great other cocktails that you could get for free. They give us a friend. Oh, that's a good idea, actually. So, examining this, I can. Basically, if it's got that much autonomy and it's capable of doing what it's doing, it's got some capacity for memory, essentially. And so, I want to spend my advantage to say that I can use this thing to find a way back to its point of origin. Sure. I will, yeah, I'll allow you to say that. I can essentially program it to go home. What can we... It detector. I have a talent that says I can build one of these now, just for the record. Can we build one to make it an it detector? (laughs) You're going to go find the other... You're going to warn us when there's more of you around. Ah, yeah. I could probably make a detector of these things. I like that idea. Like, that's something I could probably build. And your your goggles would still detect them in the shadows that's actually a good question that isn't interesting that's what they do right they they they're definitely a hud maybe you have to notice something first i don't eric can make it be whatever he wants so yeah if something's invisible or trying to obscure its ability to be seen then the goggles wouldn't automatically pick up on it right it's a little too powerful i get it i get it i get it i don't like it but i get it (laughs) now that you've seen one (laughs) yeah i might be able to build something to try and detect them the sending home thing is a great idea. Yeah. So we can know where... That's a starting point. Yeah, that's, that's I fantastic. Can do that. But I love the idea that we ambushed by a half a dozen of them. I will even offer, if you want to build one, build it, repair it to where it will just go home, mm-hmm. totally fine. Or I would even say that, like, you find the component of the memory, like the tracking, and you could sync it to Hob's harness to where Hob would basically, like, as if Hob had been there before. I, you guys remember I have that harness? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but that's just another option yeah. if you don't want to deal with going back and building something and all that kind of stuff. But um. I held your Fletcher, <laughs> and I have that harness, <laughs> so there's that too. If you want to knock that out real quick, I can tell us where it is. Son of a gun! <laughs> See, the problem with this game is that you have too many things. <laughs> and brains. Did we end our conversation with them? No, or are we still they are there? still sitting at oh, the table, cool. expectant, looking at you for more questions if you have any. Well, what questions should we ask? I don't know, Randy. I don't have any more questions for them. This Ask guy's very scary, and he's got tool, toys that make him scarier. You do notice, Milo, as you're looking, Wusri Kesh, the one that plopped the Shadow Stalker, uh, he, you see faint smoke coming up from behind his head. It's gray in nature. It's not like black, viscous smoke, but you do see gray smoke coming, up, coming, coming from his back. And he's the bugbear. Yep. <laughs> are you sti- are you like looking at the smoke, Milo? Well, Milo has noticed it okay. and looks away, and then Milo tries to catch his eye, points to his smoke, and he pulls up, and you see a, <laughs> a sword handle come up, and he pulls his sword halfway out of its sheath, and the blade is just on fire, <laughs> and then he slides it back into the sheath. Milo, wow, that's like awesome, cool. <laughs> Milo like, gives a little toot toot of like, respect. You go, not the same thing. So, <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. I absolutely forgot to mention one of the most important aspects of this. In the back corner behind Skyruska, there is a tiger curled up, like sleeping behind them. Behind, like a giant tiger with a saddle on its back. Awesome. 
Go pet it, Reynard. Are we under the impression this is one of their tiger? Okay. Just because it didn't come in with them. So, yeah. Awesome. They knew the meeting was happening in this room. Cool. So. Tiger. You're not really. Yeah. yeah. Made the soup. No, I got it. It was not made of tiger. They don't eat tigers. Come from? Actually, ride tigers. <laughs> More than happy to say that Eris, if you all would have asked, but Eris would probably know. When a tiger is killed in battle, they will sometimes use. Mm. Like to honor the animal, right. eat it, and so, yeah. So they do occasionally eat tiger. Just they don't like. So in the soup, domestic could be no the eye of the tiger. Are we done? It died from the thrill of the fight. Apparently, as Eris yeah, says, no. apparently all six of them stand up. And we will meet you back here. How many days will you need? Pal, there is no telling. I. We haven't even had a chance to... We... I... How about we meet back in a few days and we can give you progress? We'll be back here in three days then. Great. And the tiger, you hear it, stands up and begins to follow Skyruska um, out of the room as the six of them leave. And as, as they've left in the door, I just go, can I tell you guys? Like, I appreciate that we have fun every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else we meet seems so freaking serious all the time, and it's have a joke. Tiger was cool though, right? <laughs> yeah. Eris probably. Eris like Eris's social cues are hit or miss at the best of times, but Eris probably would have. You felt an absence of notice about your tattoo. Okay. Like there, nobody really looked at it for a very long time. Nobody like it wasn't a thing. And in a way, Eris may have anticipated it being interesting. It is a Dar tattoo, right? Like, it's, yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds like Eris has some technical work ahead of her. Yes. What should the rest of us do? Recruit? We do, yeah. We need to talk. Okay, let's have this talk. Are we asking Kath to do things with us right now? I, mean, I can't she, think of a good reason not to. She seems very successful currently, so... <laughs> I mean, she's not in a good place, and we're doing bad things. Not that's ever really bothered us. You know what? Screw it. Yeah, Kath. Kath's in. Well, we, we could ask Kath and Sana and Sigil. Sigil's out. Sigil's out. Maybe... Sigil's other... not going to come fight the warlord with us. I just don't know why we would ask them. Maybe the other warforged we helped. A figure no, walks in through the door to the private room carrying a train. It's Gothok, and they have four wood planks mm-hmm. with large, like holes halfway carved down with a glass like a flight. in each one mm. and he sets down a flight in front of each of you post dinner drinks and he walks out of the room. <laughs> I didn't even ask. There's no way these are on the house. <laughs> it's true. Well, we didn't pay the first time so. Well, we're not hey, gone yet. Right. Our new friends purchased nope. them. No, nope. I don't think so. Like many flights, light to dark. I was going to take a sip at each one because he wants to see how they taste. But. Okay. Like, burned into the wood around each, where each glass is inset into the wood, is the name of nice. the, uh, the drink being served. And Reinhardt cannot read any of it. <laughs> it's written in common, but with goblin words, like much of this establishment. Um, so. Eris starts in on it. Yep. I used to talk. <laughs> he says. Oh, Gath, Sona, Egric. Could ask my brother? No, yeah, you could ask him, but... but... We'll have f- finances behind us. Egric <laughs> is 
the most variable I'm willing to go with right now. And only there's a chance they might not be as susceptible to some things that might happen to us. Are you comfortable with me referring to Egric as a tank? Because frankly... Um, Egric is quite durable. Thank you. That's the golem. There you go. It sounds like he'll right have there. a lot of technology. Should we ask Olive? Did they leave the thing? Yep. I should take the second show it to her. I think Olive, if we're going to be fighting technology... Olive's work is on that end. Uh, Olive, yes. Olive's not going to fight with us, right, Eric? I think so. Right. I've never asked her to. Right. At least not till now. <laughs> <laughs> Who else do we know? I don't know that we need more. I don't think we need a 30-person army coming after us. No, I want to have Eric play nine people. <laughs> We're definitely not inviting Pebble Fist because only I can talk like this. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a good list. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's the list. Okay. Does that make us a party of seven? Seven. <laughs> seven v one. Seven v however many. What if I talk to Solomon Calloway? Huh. To my knowledge, we're still fine. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. But you, I don't think your knowledge you is actually. Not about. understand the last conversation you had with him. It didn't seem any different than anyone else. And who knows, maybe we could get rid of him. Okay, so <laughs> we drink our four beers each. And tell you, we get one of these blood seekers and get a bit of his blood, and then I could set a robot on him. We are not going to take the tactics of the evil warlord. Yes, if we're successful, we can definitely do that. <laughs> and then, um, Eris, you can tell these are all brewed in Dargoon. These are mm. very reminiscent of... These are pungent. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. So I suppose I will talk with Kath and Sauna. You can prep Egrick however you need to. Go ahead and add everybody into the don't hurt him list this time. That'd be helpful. All right. Okay. Sounds like we have some plans, so we're going to call the episode there. Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation surrounding this episode, you can join our Discord, the link to which is on all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash thegeekpantheon. You can find the link to the Discord in the description of all of those videos. And also, I do videos over there with player tips and GM techniques and tabletop role-playing game reviews and stuff like that, so go check it out. We also have another actual play on YouTube over on the Laughing Tree channel called Kyber Shards, GM'd by Philip, played in my me, set in Stormreach. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash thegeekpantheon. If you want to financially support the shows in any way that you are able, you can also buy merch over at thegeekpantheon.com. Thank you all so much for listening. I've been your Game Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. We'll see you next time.